Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 205. Sorry about that. We got a little little late start. In addition to the late start of half an hour, uh, technical difficulties. Don't you love them? Uh, today is Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. Um, and then if you guys are listening on Spotify and you aren't following us yet, go ahead and follow us. That'll really help us out. Um, and then of course you can rate this podcast on our, on the, if you're, li- if you're listening on Spotify on the app, you can, you can rate us and that'd, that'd be, thank you for that. We really appreciate that. So, um, all right, I think that's it. Uh, we're going to jump right in. Um, my guest today, he is an evangelist. And he's also the host of the Farewell to the Surface podcast, which is fantastic if you guys haven't listened to it. Uh, let's give it up for my guest today, Joshua Zakoff. Welcome back. Uh, let, dude, let's just jump right okay. in. Okay. Um, we obviously, we called this simple faith. And there's something that I love about you, dude, is that you, I, it really is, you really, you don't dress up the gospel with all kinds of foofy things. Like it's, it's very simple. It was the simplicity of the gospel that completely transformed your life. And that's, that's the gear you go in. And that's honestly the way we all should go. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about simple faith. So let's just jump right in, dude. Like what, what prompted you with this title? Like why, why simple faith? Why, why did why did you choose, choose this topic? So, the reason I chose this topic, it's funny because when I pray about like, God, what do you want me to talk about, you know, on this? He never, it's not like he gives me specific, he'll just give me a phrase and then it, grace will lead me and, and the, you know, at, throughout my day, I'll start, yeah. he'll start throwing me the pieces of it. And um, so, the, but the main reason is <clears throat> I've noticed that 90% of, I guess, people that reach out to me are struggling with very similar things. And that might be because of just kind of who I'm called to, but it's also something that I've noticed that's a trend within a lot of uh, Christianity. You know, a lot of churches and just believers overall is um, just understanding some of the, the some of the basics. And and it's like a lot of times we want the meat, we want to go deeper. And one of the things that I kind of spoke with God about is I was like, God, I want to take the deep things of the spirit and make them and translate them to simple things. And I want to take the simple things and translate them into the deeper things, because a lot of the the simple things we glaze over like, oh, cool. And it's like, no, this is actually a really deep thing. And then we yeah. want like the really, you know, and it's like uh, Paul talking about, like, don't get caught up in the, the visions and the, the angelic stuff and all, you know what I mean? Just and so. um. So basically what I, it came down to is like so much of this walk, almost all of it, is is the simplicity of, of faith in Christ and what he accomplished. And then in turn, also having faith in who he says you are. And so, so many people are just missing out on truly like getting that. And because of us not knowing who we truly are in Christ, we're, we're turning to, to other things. Yeah. Uh, for for answers and and for understanding, when I think one of the main reasons that the devil has really had as much uh, influence on on believers as he has is because we don't know who we are. The devil knows who he is, and he knows yeah. who we could be, and he already and, and 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 so it's the knowledge of these things. You know, it, it says that in the Bible. You know, my par- people perish for lack of knowledge, and so it's the mm-hmm. knowledge of not knowing who we are and, and really what's been done. 
uh, and faith in that, that's the stumbling block for many believers. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I've noticed that definitely, um, with believers that they don't, they may gloss over the simple things like you're talking about. Um, but they're actually the things that are paramount. And I think sometimes it can, we can fall into, especially within like Western Christianity. The thing I've noticed is there can be this, you almost, you take the things that are intended to be simple and you make them complex. Cause you think not you obviously, but like people think that they, that makes them sound more knowledgey and makes them sound more like, Oh man, check out Jeff. Like, bro, like he's like, talking about grace but it's like so deep you know but really you could simplify what what that person is saying in very like elementary terms um so no dude i totally get what you're saying Mm -hmm. totally get what you're saying yeah well let's let's jump into it man like yeah um, i mean it's just something you go for it yeah so okay so i mean basically it's like when we look at the the gospel we see what who Jesus was. We see what he accomplished. He's coming, he's preaching the the good news, but he's preaching the good news of the kingdom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He hadn't died and he didn't resurrect and all that yet. So he's he's not even preaching the gospel of, of salvation. He's preaching the gospel of the kingdom. You know what I mean? We need the gospel of salvation to enter into the kingdom. He's the door into the kingdom. And so what many people get stuck on is like, all right, Jesus, and then we stop there, but he's the door. And so if you look at it, it, it says that the the kingdom is not of food and drink, uh, but love, joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. You know what I mean? So Jesus is the door into those those things. And so it's like you have to understand who am I in Christ to engage with those things. And so the the, the scriptures that I'm really leaning on is Ephesians 1 and, and Colossians 1. They're very uh, kind of intertwined with each other, and they, they repeat a lot of the same language. And if you, you, I mean, those are like, those are scriptures that like you could just live on for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like, like Colossians, Ephesians, it just lays everything out to where if you can get that, I, you can get everything else because it, everything else is tied up in, in these, the, the simple things of who are you in Christ? What did he accomplish for you? And so we see in, in Peter says everything pertaining to uh, life and godliness is, is in this gospel. Everything that, uh, if, pertains to uh, every spiritual wisdom all understandings in christ so everything that we need is in christ and if we don't understand that we are in christ and that we have access to everything that is in christ then we're always like looking for it to come through through certain other ways but it's like we we don't recognize that it's already there Mm. and so basically what i wanted to kind of get at is like um, I'm going to see where this, this little scripture I'd highlighted is uh, in Colossians 2, 6, it says, Therefore you receive Christ Jesus, so walk in him, rooted, built up, established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. And so when you look at the, the word abounding there, it, it literally means to, to bind yourself to it. You know what I mean? It means to uh, exceed, excel, uh, remain. And so when we look at like 1 Thessalonians 5, because this is the will of God. There's two things that are that are listed there. This is the will of God to be, be thankful and, and unceasing in prayer. And so when you abide in in um, thanksgiving and you abide in walking in Christ, it's like everything that you need will begin to get revealed to you. And, and so it's like when when you when you when I talk to people 
and they're asking, how do I do this? And God, how do I do that? And God, it's like, understand that you already are, are you already free. You're already in heavenly places. You're already in him. So we have this idea of separation still. And that's, I think, what, what this whole Colossians, Ephesians, yeah, it's man. like, do you know who you are? You are yeah. literally already there. And so mm-hmm. it's just this revelation of understanding we're already there and not, I'm not trying to climb there still. But we're stuck in that, that mindset of, of separation still. And so that's, that's I mean, that's, I kind of want to let you in a little bit ne- right now to well yeah kind of so break it in up regards, you know I mean? see, see where you wanted to go with that from there yeah well in regards to um that revelation of realizing that we are seated with him in heavenly places because that's a big one man like i've been talking about that a lot i've been i've been quoting that scripture a lot lately on the show um and and just realizing because there were even some stuff recently in in my life, that even in my my wife's life, that God had really been walking us through this like refinement phase where He had re- revealed some some aspects where my mind was still not up in heavenly places. Like I still carried a mindset of like being surrounded by the enemy, and I can't tell what way is up and what way is down, and and I'm surrounded all. But when we realize that we are seated within heavenly, heavenly places. You're, that's a strategic position, man. Like you see the full mm-hmm. battlefield, you see everything that's going on. Um, a lot different than like being on the ground and being surrounded by the enemy. Um, so for you, what was that process like of getting that revelation of like realizing, well, hang on, man, I am free. Okay. He saved, I'm already mm-hmm. free and I'm seated within heavenly places. What was that revelation? What was that process like for you? Okay, so when we look at the this the simple statement of God lives in you. Just like dwell on that. He lives in me. Jeff, God lives in you. The spirit of God lives mm. in you. Yeah. That's a that's a I mean, that's something alone you can meditate on and it's like, what? Do I really do I believe this really? Do we really yeah. believe that? Because yeah. that's what that's like what I'm constantly like, do I really believe this? Because belief has dimensions and so faith has dimensions. And so it's like, yeah, I believe Jesus died for me. Yeah, I believe he, he's with me. But like, no, like he lives in you right now, this moment. He's alive in you. Mm-hmm. And you have access to everything that's in him because you're in him. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it was like getting the revelation of once I started to, um, I guess feel my heart kind of transition. Then it hit me like, oh wow, this God's really real, and He is really in me <laughs> because I'm I'm feeling that work be done. So then when you start reading things like uh, Ephesians and you find out like, oh, you're blameless, you're chosen, all these things that, that God says you are, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like, okay, this is who I am, and now I'm I'm believing that I'm believing that that it's His good pleasure to give me the kingdom. That's where you start to move into. Uh, like sonship sounds arrogant to to orphans when when you believe what god says about you i remember when i was young in my faith and i would hear people like be kind of confident in, in what god says about him i'd be like man so that sounds prideful uh and then i realized like it's just confidence in in it's like it's crazy what god says like no i am i'm a saint i'm actually i'm i'm blameless the bible says that he's able to present me holy spotless blameless mm-hmm. 
So it's 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 like all right, these things when you when you understand like okay, now let's say you're dealing with a certain sin. A lot of people are struggling. I can't let go of this sin. I can't let go of that sin. And it's like when you understand who who you are and you get that that revelation gets in your heart more than in your mind because that's what the the issue is. Is a lot of people are getting it in their mind but not in their heart. So when you catch the revelation, all right, this is uh, who I am in your heart. That's when it starts to when when the Holy Spirit breathes on that word and it comes alive, you start walking like that. And mm-hmm. so it's like people are identifying with, oh no, I'm I'm struggling with this. I'm stuck here. I, I can't stop this. And it's and it's it's literally turning your attention from that. If you turn your attention on those things and you you fight them from uh from that place of I'm here, you're you're gonna lose every time. Mm-hmm. It's it's only through it, the only way you over overcome those things is through uh, through a love for God and an mm-hmm. acknowledgement of the darkness there. Like the, 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 those are the only two ways. And so, um, the next thing I was like, so I was using that really just to segue into the main thing that I wanted to get to was really just um, how we overcome in faith. And so, uh, if you look at First John five four, it says, uh, "Everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world." And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So if you look there, it doesn't say that we overcome the world. It says our faith overcomes the world. Mm. So it's like when you look at what faith is, we overcome because of our faith. It's our faith that has to overcome for us to overcome because he overcame and our faith is in him. So when you look at what faith really is, faith is is uh it says according to the faith given to you, according to right? There there's a measure of it. It's a gift. So when you get born again, God literally gives you a certain measure of faith. So uh, I get five pennies, six pennies, whatever talents, right? You get a portion of faith. Mm-hmm. Now you have to steward that faith. And you have to supplement that faith. That's why it says, uh, you know, uh, add to your your faith uh, knowledge, and to your you know your knowledge perseverance. And I, I forget mm-hmm. the exact order. And to lo- mm-hmm. and it turns into love. And if you read it, it actually is because that's supplementing that. So it really is read backwards. And I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, the the scripture right now. And but she'll it, bust it, it out. Uh, yeah. Um, you you said bust it out. No, illumination will bust it out. Uh, okay. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah, so it's uh, supplemented with this supplement. So you have to supplement your faith, and these things: knowledge, self control, um, um, love, like all these things supplement each other, which builds into your faith. And so it's like, all right, you get this portion of faith. Now, through knowing who you are, you feed that faith with what the Bible says about who you are and about who God is and what He says. And so as you begin to build that faith, you you start to partner with uh with your identity. And so what a lot of people I think is there there it's it's a faith that's lacking. It's it like, like faith is a substance. So faith is part of faith is is um sensing it. It's 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 a tangible thing to have faith. Like you ever heard like someone be like, um, yeah, just all of a sudden like I got faith to go pray for this person. Uh-huh. Like like it, you know, like it, it was something that just came to them. And so it's like uh, when you look at when when we have faith, when we go into say um, you're 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 listening to the, this preaching, you're listening to this sermon, you're you're practicing your faith. You're you're not being a hearer of the word; you're being a doer of the word, and it starts building, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when 
when people fall into sin, it uh it hardens your heart, which is which is always cross reference with a lack of faith because a mm-hmm. hard heart, uh, it says in Hebrews three, it says be careful that you do not uh harden your heart by the deceitfulness of sin. So when you sin, that's like that that's the biggest danger of sin. I mean, it leads to death. Uh, we're we're free from you know Jesus paid the price for our sin, but the sin will destroy your faith, which will, de- will destroy your walk. And so that's the thing people aren't getting. So so we have a lot of people that are thinking like, well, I'm forgiven, Jesus forgives me, and we have this passive like, yeah, well, I'm forgiven, yeah, but you're it's it's crushing your heart, which is going to destroy your faith, which is going to destroy your fellowship. And so, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like. We need to get to a place where our identity is tied into our faith and we're truly walking in in these things that God says we can walk in. Because when I read about like older saints, when I read about older men of God, people that everyone, you know, heroes of the faith, you'll notice that the one thing they all say is they just believed. Like, I just believe God. It's like I just believe God, and so I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm realizing I don't think most most people believe the way they think they believe, including myself at times. It's like, do we do we really believe this, or are we 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 just saying we believe it in our head, or you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Okay. So the the scripture is actually Second Peter, verse five or chapter one. Let mm. me start this over. Second Peter. Chapter one, verses five through seven, it says, for this very reason, make every effort to add your faith, goodness to goodness, knowledge to knowledge, self-control, self-control, perseverance and perseverance, godliness and to godliness, mutual affection and mutual affection, love. Right. So you can read that backwards is what you're saying. So that's what I'm saying. So you start out with faith. And if you read that backwards, like those things supplement each other in reverse which act which supplements your faith at the end of it all uh, that's cool yeah. yeah yeah love yeah. it so why do you think i mean josh I, I, I forgive maybe some of the elementary questions i just want to make sure if there are people on here that i do feel like there are people that really need to get this you know yeah. maybe they've been christians for a while and they really need to get this but why do you think people christians they 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 take the simple things and they cast them aside the simple the things we deem simple within the gospel like well yeah of course god loves me yeah of course i'm supposed to have faith yeah of course of course of course and they and then that opens the door for them to then to look to extra biblical things uh things outside of god to find fulfillment why do you think that is i i think because when we're not seeing what we we think we're going to see, we start looking for explanations for it uh, outside of what the Bible says. Like we, we start trying to like, well, maybe it's this, well, maybe it's this too. And we start trying to supplement or, or uh, you know, change out, interchange the, the, the simple things of faith with, with knowledge. And that's what I think a lot of people do is they, they just try, they're like, their faith is lacking so they start building up knowledge and the bible says in corinthians that knowledge puffs up but love builds so it's like um it like we 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 think okay i'll just i'll learn more scripture i'll learn more hebrew i'll learn more of this more of that and that's all amazing but it's like 
all right, when you you come to Jesus, you you put your faith in him, right? So you you believe that he he is who he says and then you believe that he did what he said he he did for you. So now how do you engage with that? Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit elijahfire.com/give. From that point. You know what I mean? Like where where does your mind go with what do I do now? Well, the first thing the Bible talks about that it that was accomplished is now we have peace with God. So you could start with like now I know that everything I say to God is being heard by God. Everything that that um that I'm going through, God is aware of everything. Like he's with me every moment of every day. And so I think there's this disconnect of like compartmentalizing our faith in these in religious acts. And so it's like I remember when I got saved, I, I, I used to talk to myself. You know, you walk around and you might like talk to yourself, right? I started realizing like, oh, I don't have to talk to myself anymore. I could talk to God. So instead of me just like walking around talking to myself, I started talking to God. And I you know, and it was that that started building that that relationship. Like it was like, wow, that like the faith of like he really is hearing everything I'm saying right now, every thought mm-hmm. I'm having, and being aware that he's having that. And so I think a lot of times we're like I said earlier, we're stuck in this idea of like he's way out there. But it, the truth is, you're you're way out there too. Like you're 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 in him. So like you're, there's no separation. It's it's here right now all the time. It's just tapping into what's already there, and that you do that by by practicing, you know. You do that by by believing that it's there, and being thankful. That's what I was saying earlier about you know Thanksgiving. So you're the more you thank God for what is already what He says is there. Um, there's this you know people say like we, you we don't see to believe we believe to see kind of thing. Hmm. So mm-hmm. the more you just start thanking God for what He says is there you start to see the substance of it start to appear. That's what faith is. And so I think we're, you know, a lot of people get stuck up on, well, when I see this, when, when I see God do that, I'll, I'll believe, you know, and, and right. uh, we all, we all have been guilty of it because it's sure. not easy. This, you know, we're all yeah. practicing this and growing uh-huh. in this. But ultimately it's not faith though. Like that's yeah. not faith at the end of the day, you know? So yeah, right. and I get it. Yeah, yeah. Faith, I mean, faith is it's like, uh, you know, you like I like I said, you you get faith at first, and I don't I don't know like when you first started kind of coming into a place of faith, um, what it was like for you, you know what I mean? But I know that for me, or when I I imagine that like most people, when they kind of really get the revelation, even if you were you know grew up Christian, there's a point where you have your own like as an individual have that moment of like I believe this, yeah. So I don't, you know, like I know for me what that produced was like, oh, this is God. Um, I can ask him anything. He's capable of doing anything. So you start p- praying crazy prayers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I remember meeting yeah. people and this one, this, uh, this story just came to my mind. This girl I met at Dunkin' Donuts with the cashier and she's like, I'm like, hey, what do you need prayer for? She said uh, her car blew up or something and she needs a new car. And I said, oh, that's easy. God, I'll get you a new car. Like, you know, and it, it's like, you really believe it. Uh-huh. And that's, that's, but that's what, that's what faith is. Like you, I really 100% believed. And I went back there a week later and she, she told my wife, she's like, Hey, um, you know, he prayed for me. And she's like, just let you know, I did get a new car, you know? And, um, what? 
And so, you know, and so stuff like that, where it's just like, why do we get so small minded with our faith? We we get so like, I, like I and I'm talking to myself because I used to pray for everything. I mean, like everything, and I still pray for a lot of things. But I'm saying, like things that just seemed insignificant. But it's 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 constantly including God into that thing. Like I'm always inviting God into that thing. Yeah, that makes it uh, that builds that you know, and so I. I think that's that's what we get away from is that that childlike faith. I was talking to a pastor last night uh, when when I was in Nashville, and he was telling me how he has a son that's like six, and he said he he's seen like sixty something healings. He's oh, he's like he he's like when when we line up to do like a healing service, people come to him. Like everyone wants to go to him, <laughs> and he was telling him he's like, you know, he was like uh, asking. He's like he's teaching me. He's like, because mm-hmm. uh, he's like, it's just, you know, because he's like, you can't, you because he says he'll pray real quiet or to himself or something. He says, you got to speak up. And he said, why? God hears me. You know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just faith. And so, man, like that's, that's what I'm, I'm pressing into is just believing him. So part of that believing is, is acting on it. And that's what yeah. I'm realizing. It's like, um, if you look at Acts 14, three, it says, as they went forth with, with boldness, the signs and wonders increase. So they were boldly acting in faith. It's it's that, you know, it's that like putting putting your money where your mouth is kind of thing, like putting something up there that says you really believe it kind of thing, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that actually reminds me of a story that happened to me when I first came to the Lord. I was 18 and um, I worked for a catering company and they had this van and it was like, there were there were two vans. There was the good van and there was the bad van. And I was driving the bad van. And I went, it was a super busy day. And I was like dropping off some food for some people. And um, I was on fire for the Lord, dude. I was like, and so the van broke down. And my first thought was not, oh no. I was like, dude, God can do anything. And so I just slapped the dashboard and I say, in the name of Jesus, start. And then it turned on because it was just <laughs> turning over everything. I was like, in the name of Jesus, start. And I came back, I drove it back, and then it broke down right in front of the um, right in front of the catering thing. And I came out, I was like, guys, and I was like telling all my coworkers. And then I told my my because I was still in high school at the time, I was telling my classmates and they were laughing at me. And I was like, I don't care, I know what happened. <laughs> you know what happened. Yeah, yeah man. I, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. You know, it's like uh yeah, that's that's the crazy thing. Like when I hear yeah. some of these stories, you know, it and I think maybe that's like really what I'm trying to get at tonight is um, it's so funny. Every time I make notes, I, I like they they d- actually don't help me. I you know yeah. I'm, I'm somebody that need. I, every time I make notes, I'm like that was a bad idea because because yeah. I, I forget <laughs> where I was them. thinking. Yeah. I forgot where I was thinking when I wrote them. So I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. where was you know? Like I'm just here now. So, so yeah. that's why I, I put I notes in my Bible heart. like that too. <laughs> I put notes in my Bible and I'm like, what was I talking about here? You know, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen that like old notes, and you're like, how did I get this from that? You know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, but it's like, all right. So when I when I meet people that are new in the faith, they seem to have this 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 grip on faith. They seem because God shows up. So when you're younger in the faith, God shows up. You're when you're a babe, you know your sins are forgiven. God shows up. Mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines he matures you he weans you off the training wheels and part of that is 
things not happening exactly how you want, things not happening the way you think they should, the prayers not getting answered. And right. so what happens is people start losing their faith. In that place, people start, like you said, they start they start looking for other things. They start trying to make explanations. That's why that's why there's all these different books on oh why they didn't get healed, why this. We have a million reasons that we want to come up with to to create an idea of like why something didn't or didn't happen, and um and it's like uh, we start coming up with all these different reasons why this isn't happening, why that isn't happening. And it's like uh, your faith starts melting away. That's what starts happening to people. They start getting like, they start doubting. And so I think that's like, and at that point, that's where the identity comes back into play. Just like uh, whenever uh, the the prodigal son left and the the, the brother is mad and he said, what what are you mad about? You know, basically, he said you had access to all this all the whole time, and so that's something that God's taught me a lot this yeah. last year and a half. Um, where the the feelings aren't there at uh, at times, the the prayers aren't getting answered at times, but He's showing me that like I'm still a son. Like th- that identity yeah, comes good. into play at that at that point. Like I like it says that uh, in in First John two it says the 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 babies are you know the the new babes in Christ they they know their sins are forgiven so it's yeah. this idea of like that's all you know when you first get born again like yeah I'm forgiven yeah you forgive mm-hmm. me you forgive me you know yeah. I know my dad I have a father and then it transitions to young men you have overcome uh the devil you've understood how to overcome his tactics you've overcome sin you've overcome a lot of these things yeah, and uh, and then it says, uh, what was it? Say? But you you understand how to you understand how to operate as a son. You understand how to do your father's business. You don't need uh, God to necessarily uh, walk you through every step that you're supposed to do. And then mm-hmm. it says, fathers, you you've seen the the end from the beginning. You 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 you've you've grown through this whole thing. And so I think a lot of people are getting stuck at the babe stage of. Uh, like I just have to add, I'm just gonna call on him, call on him. But it says in Romans that the earth is growing for sons. The whole earth is is groaning for the revelation of the sons, the revealing of the sons. So it's like that that identity is not getting formed, and that and that's like really what I was. That's the, that's why I was like bringing that up in the beginning. Is like that's the that's like the missing link, you know. And I think that that's like the, where we're all missing it, you know, and and we're all growing into all at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also to add to that, Josh, the, uh, the other thing I was thinking about is another variable is not even just like trying to find explanations as to why this person got healed. That person didn't get healed. And look, those are really real questions, right? Like not, I don't think you're condemning anybody for having a legit, like God, why, why didn't it happen this time versus not that time? Or you could even have a word of knowledge about somebody and you're like, Oh, this person's getting healed. And then nothing happens, Mm. you know, even though you, or at least that you can see, but then the other, the other side of it too, is just falling asleep. Honestly, like Mm. it doesn't even have to be because some, some Christians, they look, they, they look through, you know, all these explanations as to why this didn't happen or that didn't happen. But then they also might go to, other religions and dabble in other religions where they're like, Oh, I need to do my chakras or I need to do this or I need to do that. Um, 
but then there's also the side of just going, well, I just want to fall asleep because you don't want to mm-hmm. even face asking that question to God or realize that you're disappointed. And so you fall asleep, you know, mm-hmm. and that's another side too, that that's like, even if a Christian is a good Christian, you know, they, they do all the right things. They could still be asleep. And that's a, that, I mean, I know what that feels like because, um, you know, I would mm-hmm. say 10 years ago, around 10 years ago, I was really on that edge, man, where I was just like, I was going through some stuff, um, you know, and uh, I started kind of falling asleep and got it to shake me awake, man. So that's a whole nother side of it, too, is just falling asleep. Well, and so, I mean, that's to be honest with you, I think a lot lot of people are asleep Mm -hmm. and and it's not intentional i think i think we i think we don't really have a grip on on the price at times that it it costs to walk with jesus and um what like faith is supposed to produce works but not necessarily just like oh I'm, i'm doing this doing that but it produces a belief that you have access to a god yeah and like i i talk to people all the time that i'm like dude do you believe that you have like this is not a like because we don't believe it. I just talked to somebody at the airport today and they said, um, I always use, uh, I always use, do you want prayers? Like my icebreaker, because it tells you everything you need to know. That's the, the barometer of like where this conversation is going to go. Okay. You believe God, you don't want prayer. Well, why wouldn't you want prayer if you have access to God? And then, you know, it started going somewhere else. But my point is, is like, if we actually believe that, why, why aren't we going to engage with that and so i think a lot of people just fall into the routines and i think a lot of people once they i mean because i i can't tell you how many people told me uh, but after a while um it's gonna go away like mm. this is gonna stop you know what i mean and, and it's awfully jaded of them like, to why? say that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and you know people kind of insinuate it some people just plainly said it like yeah you know and and it is true that the the training wheels come off sure but the our love for god shouldn't be turned off yeah, you know what i mean that's and, good man and, and so i think uh what happens is a lot of people they they get stuck in that rut of like oh this is what it is and they you and at, when you get to that place the devil starts taking everything like he starts taking all your faith and so what you're left with is i believe god but you don't have faith come on you believe that's it that's that's what it is. I believe, but you don't believe in God. You you just believe God. You believe that there is a God, or you believe in God, but you don't believe God. That's what it mm-hmm. is, you know. And yeah. so I guess like that's that's my one of my heart cries is for myself and for everybody as a, as a Christian uh, to revitalize that the the childlike faith, you know. And 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 I think part of that is like doing childlike things with our faith. Like when's the last time you went out and prayed, you know, for for wild things, you know, just like just crazy things to happen. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like whatever it looks mm-hmm. like for you, like whatever does it, whatever it looks like for you to just like start really believing in God, whether it's pray for for the sick, whether it's, you know, to pray for a, a new job, whatever it is where you get creative with your prayer, because I know a lot of people, they get stuck in this place like God's sovereign. Um, and I'm just going to say, you know, a couple things because he knows everything I need. And we, we use that scripture like, oh, he already knows what I need. So I'll just, you know, whatever. And it's like these these short 
things, but the Bible says that Jesus prayed all night. So if Jesus mm-hmm. was praying all night, why don't why do we think that we're not supposed to like it's like mm-hmm. prayer and like it's it's all this just like and so I, I like what I think is is when we like I, back to what I was saying earlier the the kingdom. Okay, so we have the gospel of the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom that we have access to now through Jesus. So if we have access to a whole kingdom, how much of that kingdom have have we engaged with? It's like if yeah. it's kind of like uh, imagine if I, I came to you and I said, "Hey Jeff, um, I got you tickets to an amusement park, and uh, I want you to come ride all my rides and, and enjoy the amusement park." And you you come into the park and you just sit at the gate, like you know, I don't know if you've been in the park. They have the little the little chill spot when you first walk in, like uh-huh, yeah, or something by the Mister, yeah. Yeah, and you, you just yeah. sit there and you're like, "Wow, I'm so grateful for these tickets." And it's like we <laughs> we we almost boast in the in the fact that we're just grateful for, for for our salvation. But it's like, yeah, but I paid for you to like go ride the rides and go enjoy this kingdom. Uh-huh, that's a great analogy. Yeah, and so it's 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 an interesting thing because I can't. I mean, I don't. I I can't rest with like not. I, I'm not dying not knowing that I didn't go after everything I could. Mm-hmm. there's there's so much i haven't seen but i'm not i i just every time i i feel myself laid back a little bit on on true like faith it's it's it convicts me it's mm. you know it's it's not like i, I that's a that's a scary place for me you know but yeah. why do you think and I, I guess my question what would you say you think is some of the reasons some of the other reasons that people kind of just slip into the the rut and just you know just just cruise Oh man, a lot. Um, but one that I dude, honestly, one that I go back to a lot, even within my myself is one that God has really been like, cause you can like, you can feel like you master something, right. Or you're like, okay, I got it. I, I think I, I'm in a good place with this. And then God is like, all right. And then he just like cranks up, cranks up the intensity a little bit and you go, okay, I don't have it yet. <laughs> And so one of the things that over the past, I would say past two years of doing this show, really honestly, man, uh, Galatians chapter one, verse 10 has really been standing out to me. Um, and it's, am I now trying to win approval of human beings or of God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm. And that's a zinger, bro. Um, that's a zinger. Um, yeah. And and so I think for a lot of people, dude, it's honestly just like we care more about we care more about what people think about us than we do about what God thinks about us and what He's asked us to do. Plain and simple. I mean, that's it. Amen. Amen. You know? That's that and, is it. Yeah. And dude, I was reading through. Uh, I've been reading through Mark. Um, and there's another zinger in there that's just like, whoo, man. When I was reading that, and it says, um. They're talking about um, his disciples are talking to Jesus and they're like, hey, man, like you said, the, the prophecies are saying that like Elijah was going to come first. You know, and he says, to be sure, Elijah does come first and restores all things. Why then is it written that the son of man must suffer much and be rejected by tell you Elijah has come and they've done. Oh, no, that's not it. Anyways, it's oh, here it is. I saw it. Uh, it says. um it says, what, what good is it of someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or mm-hmm. what, can any, what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory 
with the holy angels. That's another zinger right there, bro. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Honestly, because it, it, I was thinking about it. I'm like, that... yeah, I'm like, the world is is sinful. The world is adulterous. And I'm like, if, if we're ashamed of his words in the midst of them, it, mm-hmm. you know, you know <laughs> it's just, yeah. There it is, like plain and simple, you know. It's just um, yeah. Um, that's what it says in Samuel with uh, with Saul. That's that's what what made him fall short was the fear of man. That's what caused him to to lose it all. Fear of man. And it's like uh, when you look at Gideon, the first thing that knocked off like twenty two thousand of the troops was you know uh, was fear. Yeah. So part of the process of elimination is is fear is is the main thing that knocks everybody out the game and people say well I don't I don't fear I don't fear but it's like I beg to differ I think I think we all like there's there's definitely like there was a there was an incident earlier when I was at the airport I prayed for a girl with with a broken foot she had a cast and stuff on and it was funny because her mom is like you could tell her mom was a this is like a teenage girl you could tell her mom was Christian. And the girl didn't want God kind of thing was going on because the, <laughs> the girl was so mad, like looking at me like, I don't want to hear you right now. But the mom's like, yes, yes. Like, like she's like, yes. Jesus. Is it what he's saying? Really good. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, yeah, you can tell the mom's kind of excited. Like someone came to talk to her. Right. And uh, so it was funny because I'm praying for the girl and she is like not her. Not her walls are all yeah. the way up where yeah. she's like, just like looking at me. No faith. Just. Uh-huh. angry and in that moment i w- i wasn't uh i i was like you know what i some there's times where i'd be a lot more pushy in the sense of like all right take it off let's go like but because she was so like no i was just kind of like all right you know i pr- i prayed for it and everything but i just, mm-hmm. just i just left it alone i said all right god well if she gets healed that's she gets healed when she takes it off or goes to the doctor or whatever i'm not gonna push it but at the end of the day, there was a fear there associated with that of like, uh, what if I make her, you know, I, I push this and make this girl take off the, the, the cast and cause a whole scene in the airport and, and then she's not healed. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and that oh, was yeah. fear. You know what I'm saying? And so um, it's, it's always there. It's, it's like pride. Like there's always levels of, of it that that it's only the the greater glory reveals like the more light shines on you the more it's revealed but we all have a sliver of of pride we all have you know uh i think pride everyone has a sliver of pride no matter who you are and the reason i say that is because the bible says that the fullness of god was pleased to dwell in christ because he emptied himself to the point of death so if if uh if we were all fully emptied of ourselves the fullness of god would dwell in all of us to to the to at least a very very similar degree and we would be seeing much more stuff that's we'd why we'd what jesus would we'd be, be like, seeing that yeah. and and it would be it'd be across the board so like like for example the reason we deal with like christian idolatry and like idolizing celebrity preachers and stuff the reason we deal with that is because there's a lack of power in the church that's yeah not, come on that's it and man. so so when we see someone doing that stuff it's like oh look what it's like dude all of us have the same access they don't have dude. access to anything you don't have access yes to. man and so that's yeah. the that's the reason that we're seeing that and like and so that's what bothers me it's like 
I know I'm not special. Like I, I heard this quote that blew my mind the other day of uh, Thomas Aquinas said to, he went to go see the Pope. The Pope said, look, like he's bragging about the church having money. So he says, look, no longer does the church have to say we don't have uh, uh, silver or gold. And, and, and Thomas Quinn said, nor can she say, rise up and walk. And if that was exactly what the guy, what the, uh, Peter said to the guy at the gate, like, I have no, I have no silver gold, but rise and walk. And I said, oh my gosh, that is the most fire, like comeback Dude, I've ever heard. In the, yeah. In the face of the Pope. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. And so, that's it. That's it, man. And I feel yeah. like we're and I mean, look, I don't. The church, there's a lot of avenues of the church that are doing a lot of good, right? But there are aspects of the church that are in a very similar place to that quote, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, like no longer can no longer do it to say silver and gold that I do not have, like, nor can you say get up and walk, you know? And it's just like, ooh, man. And I, you know, I've been very clear. Um, I just really feel like this move that we're in with the Lord. And what he's doing in the church specifically. And there are a lot of people that are really, really analyzing themselves and allowing the Lord to analyze. I mean, this is kind of what God's on right now, man, within mm -hmm. the church. Is this like repentance, you know, refinement of our theology, uh, getting ourselves back to the simplicity of the gospel, operating in his power. These are mm -hmm. all things that God is really doing within the church right now. Yeah. And how are we going to respond? It's uncomfortable. It is mm -hmm. uncomfortable. It's yeah. not supposed to be comfortable. Us being comfortable is what got us into the mess that we were in in the church, a lot of the Western church, right? So yeah. now it's like, man, like let's let it get uh, like messy and let's let it get uncomfortable because the alternative really sucks, man. Like it really does. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and that, and like, again, that's what just keeps taking me to this place of just like basic faith, simple faith. It's like, yeah, when I, and, and it's cause I like reading older people in the faith. And the reason why is because they were, they were just, they were, what else did they have? They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have social medias. They didn't, what, they didn't have electricity. What were they doing? They were seeking God. Mm -hmm. And because they were living in that life of seeking God and, and true faith, um, they were seeing God and they were seeing real faith like stuff. And, and that's why we're, that's why we're all fixated on these stories and everyone, yeah, read this book from this person. And it, it brings me back to the point of like, what do they have that we don't have the exact same stuff? It's just that our, yeah. our, we've just settled into just contentment with like, Oh, just be happy that we're, we're saved. And, and I get what people are saying, like, just be grateful that we're saved. Yes. The joy of my salvation should lead me into pursuing the things god has available and 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 so it's like i don't know i guess it i i guess like i, I said to you before you know just really what what do you want and and it's like how do how do we get faith in in our heart the bible says hearing the word of god you know faith is produced by hearing and hearing by the word of god so it's like you have to get to the place where you thankfully insert these things into your life and that's why i was saying like colossians 1 and ephesians 1 you can literally start off every like anytime you go into prayer read those first and thank god for all those things before you enter so whenever before you enter prayer you're already coming from sonship you're already coming from the mindset of what he says it's it's fresh in your mind like thank you i'm this thank you i'm that thank you i have access 
because the reason that we're like the re like the reason that I think a lot of people don't have a lot a strong prayer life is because we don't have confidence before God. Mm-hmm. And we don't have confidence before God because we're not seeing what he's saying. And so when we see what he's saying, the the confidence is there. And and it's like, you know, I think about times where because uh, I've gone through a, a crazy pruning season of just fa- of feelings. God has because I, I was a feeling guy. God has crushed my feelings to just pure mm. faith. And um, that sucked because, you know, it's easy to have faith when you feel it's so easy. It's yeah. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, and it's like, but uh, when you feel that, you have that confidence. And so it's like navigating like that, just, I don't know, like pretending it's there, just believing it's, you. just believing is, is really where, like, I just believe it's there, you know, and you, you when you start to see like, oh, wow, the same things are getting produced, just, I just believe. I just, I just believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the muscle that 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 is getting trained, you know. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get your thoughts on this, uh, Josh. Um, I've heard, I've heard some people, and I, I mean, to me, it seems like good advice. I mean, I've definitely um, done this myself, and and um, but the, there's a whole phrase of, "Hey, man, even if you're not like." even if you don't have mighty faith, but you still ultimately do believe in your desire is to act out, step out, do it scared. Like, don't like there's that forward momentum of like, even if you're scared, you, your actions are showing that you, you believe God or you're going, my flesh really doesn't want to do this right now, but I'm going to choose to do it and believe God that your word is true. And that if I step out and do this, you know, so I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that, though. The whole idea of do it scared. Um, if you're, especially if you're starting out and you're feeling that fear, and you're like, just do it scared. But I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Do it, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, is God works with everybody according to where they're at. So mm-hmm. He's not disappointed for, with you anytime you step out in any type of faith. Mm-hmm. And as you, and I think that a lot of times God will meet you when you don't have that. When you are scared and you're like, uh, yeah, I'm absolutely. Do it. God will will create something. He'll make something happen to to encourage you. And and like I said, like like this whole thing is is from faith to faith, glory to glory. So it's like it does. Don't worry about where you're starting. Just worry about starting. You know, like just worry about yeah, just 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 do it. You know, it's like just. And this isn't even limited to you know praying for people. I know I'm an evangelist, so I like to like you know I'm I'm more biased towards like sharing your faith and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it's lim it, it's start the thing that you wanted to start. You know, go to go start the 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 company you wanted to start. Go just go do the stuff that is on your heart, and and that's like the the ultimate sign of like, all right, I'm not really sure about this, but I'm putting my faith and and God's going to make this thing happen. If I, if I know what I'm doing is, is at least aligned with his will, you know, Mm -hmm. like just go do it. So yeah, Yeah, why not? Because yeah, because it goes away, you know, God comforts you. you Mm -hmm. Yeah. And last week I, um, that we did like our 200th episode. So uh, someone interviewed me and Mm -hmm. one of the big messages of my life, dude, that I've realized um, over the last couple of years is just how important intimacy with the Lord is. And I know that sounds, you know, in my life and in the lives of people I've observed, that's been the most important thing because it's like, and it's not from a place of, okay, intimacy with God. And I'm just going to stay there. 
Like, I'm just going to stay in my hidey hole. I'm just going to be, you know, have intimacy with the Lord. Intimacy with the Lord, trusting that in that place of overflow, he's being filled up in him that he's going to supply all these other things. And you actually did a great, I'm just remembering, you did a great reel about this very subject about, you know, the jars, the Mason jars mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you fill it up, you know what I'm talking about? Um, and, uh, and how, you know, for the longest time in my life, I did exactly what you described where it's like, you know, we, this, there are energy in the day, right? And you put a little here, you put a little there, put a little there, then you put a little in, put a little in the God jar as well. Um, but realizing no, all in on God and he's going to supply all those other areas. Mm -hmm. He's going to supply supernaturally the energy and the drive to do those other things. Um, because for me, it was in that intimacy, that place of intimacy that, that provoked me into going into missions. It was mm -hmm. that intimacy with the Lord that provoked me into doing this show and, and doing it well, or as best I can. And, and, you know, this thing and that thing and that whatever. And so, um, which is a lot of what you're talking about too, you know, throughout the show, just saying like, because it's like in that place of intimacy with the Lord, you really, there's an, there's a recognition of who you really are now that you are mm -hmm. a new creation that you, that, cause then it's like all those other things, you know, I talked a lot about like, okay, anxiety and stress, lust, all these other things. Suddenly, once you recognize that the law has been written on your heart now, Mm -hmm. And that anxiety is no longer a part of you. You're a new creation. So now it's an external force. It's not an internal thing. It's not who you are. Um, and I see a lot of Christians now that even like my this, my that, you know, they kind of claim, they stake their claim on these, these vices. Now they're like, oh, my issue with yeah. X, Y, Z. That's like, what, hold on. That, yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly, I mean, that's exactly what I was saying with the identity thing. It's like, we, we start getting very, uh, carnal minded like yeah but science says this yeah but they say that and that's what I, that's what i'm saying it's i think i always joke around and i say that true faith is like on the borderline of insanity you know it's like it's like the most rational it's like the most sane thing you could do but it's like right on the the borderline of like because it it doesn't look right like to the world it really yeah. is God uses the foolish things kingdom. and confound the wise it's just, it's, it's, there was a, you know, it's just like you, you, when you hear crazy faith stories, you're like, that's bananas, you know, yeah. like to, to, to do that. That's like, like you have to know God to, to, to really like do that, you know, and you have to really trust God to do something uh -huh. like that. Yeah. And when I look at the big, like bigger God stories in my life, I'm like, that looks crazy. That, uh -huh. that was crazy. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and that's what I'm saying, but that's why it's, that's what I'm saying is about faith though. It's like, if we believe, we, then we believe that God is who he said that Jesus, the power that's, uh -huh. that rose Jesus from the grave is inside of us. Do you believe it or not? If yeah. you believe it, you would be doing, you'll do things that say you believe it. And it's, it's just yeah. like, which is exactly it, what it talks about in James. You know, there's all this, this thing of like, well, what is it? Is it, is it showing our faith? You know, is it a works based or is it not? And, and James really hits the nail on the head and he's like, I will show you my faith by what I do. Like mm -hmm. I, as in like, my life is going to demonstrate that I believe this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's a really important thing, but just in closing, man, 
you said something that is one of my biggest what it is it is probably one of the biggest things that i want to come out of of any guest i have on this show and that's not a recognition of ooh ah whoa josh he's amazing and and look we can rejoice in in what god has done in your life there is obviously we all have some measure of influence, right? No matter where you are, whether it's like you're a mom at home and you've got your kids, that's your influence, right? Uh, but so there is that aspect, obviously, um, and a responsibility that comes with that. But you said something that was really important, and that's a recognition that you have access to the same, the same God that 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 you know. If anybody listening, you have the same access that Josh has that any of these great men and women of faith have any of the other guests we have on our show, you have the same exact access and you can access it right now. And that's my big heart dude behind this show is like, is that very thing is like, stop putting people on this pedestal of like, Oh, Whoa, Whoa. I just want to listen to what they have to say. And I'm like, go do what they're saying. Go apply what Josh is saying. Go apply it. it. Yeah. No, yeah. and that and that's my I'm I'm with you, Jeff. Like that I, that's my heart cry of like mm-hmm. just everybody realizing and that's why I wanted to kind of talk about this. It's like if you believe that then like cuz I'm t- I'm telling everybody all, all that I can and, and I you know, I give credit to even God for this, but all that like I know that I've done is I've just never stopped seeking God and I've made mm-hmm. that the priority of my life. That's all I've done. That's so good. Uh, like if I have free time, I'm I'm praying or uh, I'm thinking about praying by like just laying on the floor. But like my heart is turned towards God and away from everything else. Uh-huh. That's all I've done. No yeah. matter you know, no matter how frustrated I get, no matter how many times I've wanted to quit, I never stopped reading my Bible. I've never stopped praying, and that's it. That's all I've done. I just kept kept believing, kept going, no matter, and just that's it. And then it just grows. It's like you look back and you're like, oh, wow, there was growth there. Oh, there's things that are growing. And so it's like if I every every person of God that, you know, God is using any way that I've met, it's the same story. I just actually went and like really spent time with him. I remember, I'll never forget this. I went, one of the first churches I went to, because this really changed my, like I, like I told you, I think before, I really like, I didn't know what Christianity was like. So when I got saved, I figured I thought like, oh, this is what Christianity is everywhere all the time. Like this is what Christians do. And I went, to, I was going to this church, and I, I had stopped going because I was hearing some stuff preached that like wasn't lining up with the God I was meeting and encountering. So I kind of started stepping away from it. Was very like legalistic, like real, like the very strict Pentecostal type stuff, right? Like very uh-huh. fire brimstone, like fear, 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 and so. I'm like, I don't know, I'm not encountering this guy. So I kind of stopped going and I and I ran into one of the pat like youth pastors and he was like, Hey, uh he's like, Man, where you haven't been coming? How you been? And I said, Yeah. I said, No, I said, I'm you know, I'm seeking God, I'm waiting, I'm praying for to find you know a church closer and stuff. And uh and I said, I'm seeking God. He's like, Yeah, but are you really? And the way he said it was like, you know, we're none of us are really out here seeking God during the week. You know, like if you're not coming to church Sunday, are you really? You know, and he looked at me like, mm, Are you really? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, what do you, what do you, what are you, you know, I thought yeah. that's what we're supposed to do. Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, question. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. And that blew my mind. Cause I was like, he yeah. really said that. Like everyone knows, like, we don't really see God, <laughs> oh, man. you know? And like, and so I don't, I, I realized that that's a, a lot of people struggle with that. And there's not condemnation. It's not sure. I'm I just you. like, I'm encouraging everybody. Like if, if you, you believe God who says, says who you are. 
start spending that time being that person or at least believe in mm-hmm. God that you can be, you know? Yep. And also not waiting until you feel like you were talking about feelings, not waiting until you feel like reading the word. Uh, Cause I, I talk about this a lot on the show too. Just like some of my most profound moments with the Lord have been when I, f- I was like, my flesh was like, no, like just sit down on the couch and just like watch a show or no, like just, and I was like, shut up. I'm going to go read my Bible. And you just like, make yourself read your Bible. And it was like, immediately it was just like, boom, like hit with God's presence. And you know, he was spitting revelation, man, you know? So it was, but like those times, man, when I've made myself do it, when my, my flesh didn't want to do it, Oh, dude, those have been some of my favorite times. Yeah. And that just increases your hunger. Like all that does, because then, yeah, you do have those moments where I get up and I'm like, first thing I'm like, dude, I can't wait till I'm done working out because I cannot wait to spend time. (laughs) You know, like, and it's just like, um, and and so those moments come, absolutely, you know, but then those moments, you know, where you like make yourself do it uh, have been really profound moments with him. Yeah, but I realized that God, like, those are like those moments that that build your character. Like, mm-hmm. they definitely they they build like like those are some of the most important moments I think, and and God rewards them I think when you like I like I've noticed one thing I've noticed about God is he he when you like trust him in an area you normally don't, it seems like he kind of rewards that uh, to kind of encourage you in that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, Josh, I would love for you to pray for people. Um, they just get activated, bro. They just get fired up to yeah. go be bold for Jesus. So, yeah. All right, well, Father, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you that you died a a a, a beautiful sacrifice on the cross, and you rose again, and you paid the way for us to have access to your kingdom. And not only do we have access to your kingdom, Father, but you said it's your good pleasure to give us that access. And Father, you said that that when we come to you, that we come to you in faith and we become a new creation, that we have access to all spiritual knowledge, that we have access to all wisdom, all things pertaining to the spiritual life that is hidden in Christ Jesus. We have access to that. And so, Father, I'm just asking that right now you'd give everybody the faith to believe that. I'm asking that right now that you would give everybody a new uh, a sentence of faith. It says you're the author of our faith, the author and the finisher of our faith. So I ask right now, Jesus, that you would write a new paragraph in our faith. I'm asking that you would give us a new fire to seek you. I'm asking Jesus that you would turn up the volume in your of your voice in our spirit. I'm asking that our souls, wherever their damage would be healed, that they'd be touched. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would begin to do a work in everybody that's discouraged right now, everybody who's been sitting in a rut, everybody who who feels like I did this before it didn't work. I'm asking God that you give them the drive to do it again, that you draw them back to their prayer room, that you draw them back to opening up their Bible. I'm asking you, Jesus, that right now the fire of God would hit everybody that's listening, God. I'm asking that a love would be birthed. I'm asking, God, that you would allow us to walk and to pursue you with true faith, that we believe the things we talk about, that we believe the things that we say we believe, Lord, and we would do it in action, God, that this would be a book of Acts moment for somebody. I'm asking, God, that you would just strike the love of God into somebody's heart. I'm asking that you would strike the fear of the Lord into somebody's heart. I'm asking, God, that you would just allow people to come into a place of humility and and, and, and belief and faith and perseverance and pursuing you and consistency. God, I'm asking that you would just do something new in people 
in a way where they would truly act out their faith. Lord, I'm asking that any way people's hearts have been hardened through sin, Lord, I'm asking you would soften their hearts. I'm asking for a fresh dose of faith, a fresh wave of your love. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that right now by your power, by your authority, and by your word, that you would uh, allow something new to be birthed right now and everybody listening. And I'm asking for faith to sprout up like the summer spring flower. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. All right, Josh, uh, how can people follow you? Plug the podcast, all that good stuff. Um, You can go to uh, um, Joshua underscore Kingdom Priest uh, on Instagram as well as TikTok. Uh, And I have a YouTube, uh, Joshua Zatkoff. That's my name, so. Awesome. And his most recent episode of Farewell to the Surface is about fasting. And it says part one, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When are you going to release part two? Soon, soon, okay. soon. I, so so the, the thing that's holding me up is I have two episodes that I recorded and I just I haven't uploaded them yet. So I, th- this Thursday, I'm going to try to upload cool. one of them. So we'll see. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So be sure to check that out, everybody. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. This Thank great. you for having this me. Great. I, I always enjoy talking to you, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, everybody, uh, have an amazing Wednesday. Tune in tomorrow. We've got Krista J. Bullock back. That's going to be great. Uh, And we're going to be talking about barbecue and bread pudding in Alabama. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about, but she's from Alabama, and she, like, you know, they they eat that down there. (laughs) So um, also, allegedfire.com slash donate is how you donate. That keeps it five days a week, keeps it free. Um, We take a proceed of every single donation or a, a portion of every single donation. We funnel into our water well efforts over in Uganda. Uh, so, guys, uh, communities are completely being transformed because of your generosity. And seriously, like, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Uh, we love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Krista J. Bullock. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.